All right, we'll do it in three, two, one. Welcome, welcome, everybody. You're two days away from having to mulch all your beds. Is that it? Did we lose him? Is he there? We lost him. We had to have. Because this is Sports Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Sports Wednesday! All right. That was a 45-second intro. Nice. Oldie but a goodie there. That was great. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. I am... uh, your host, Pete Brown, the big man on campus, and this is Sports Wednesday, sports talk for the medium fan, or if you will, mediocre sports talk. Uh, joining me, he's three days away from waking his kids up early to celebrate Bladder Day. It's, <laughs> it's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing good. You don't feel a little thrown off by your um, scramble for the Kings Island? No, I can, I, can, I can compartmentalize and refocus and lock in. Yeah. And this was your last day of school, is that right? Yes, it was. Tomorrow we so, just get to do happy, happy work day. So yeah, um, last day was with the kids. Don't uh, the teachers go out and have a big party, or do they not tell you about that? Um, what are you talking about? What party? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. They don't want me there anymore. All right. Well, joining me from the Hake House basement, he's supplementing his income designing gold coins for his corporate overlords. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. Oh, How are you, maestro? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. All right, everybody. Looking so, uh, good. We're continuing our efforts of getting the show down to that 45-minute sweet spot. Uh, we haven't hit it in about 20 shows, but we're getting there. <laughs> I think we're uh, going to hit it tonight. It was an awfully indulgent opening for uh, trying to hit 45 minutes, but we'll see. All right. Uh, well, before we get into it, I want to remind everyone you can follow Sports Wednesday on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, and you can join the more than 600 people who are now following Ooh. us. Big, that was a big uh, big milestone we just crossed off. And then over on Instagram where we're at Sports Wednesday, where you get to see the hats we wear every week, among other things. Uh, we're at 45, right? Is that right? Oh, yeah. That's right. So much like the maestro himself, our Instagram account is stuck in its mid-40s. <laughs> so I, well that, joke, that joke works for anybody though we're all in our mid 40s mid to late 40s i should say coach you're about to turn 47 this week that is, is that cor- right? yeah that is correct nice nice okay there's a huge party getting planned but uh pete i don't think we're invited yeah i know i know we're not in the uh whatever little estates he lives in you're right yeah uh, i wouldn't invite you guys Ch- churchill downs churchill Oldmar. downs Pete's Pete's hidden way to get extra points on the pickums thing. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I'm making some serious moves. We'll learn I'm about so that sick later. Sick of you. Sick <laughs> of right. you. Well, that's our social media update, uh, Meister. I think we'll we'll hold off on a celebration song until we hit 50 Instagram followers. Ooh, I like it. Uh, all right, very good. Let's get right into Act One, NBA playoffs. I thought we might talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers because we don't do that very much on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> So last week, uh, they had lost game one, and uh, both of you confidently predicted they would win game two, and they did not, but they've come back nope. with two two strong performances in Cleveland. What's been the difference in the games they lost versus the games they won? Coach? Well, I mean, I, I can tell you straight up, the the ball movement and the uh, the spacing that they're doing compared to what they had, It's it seemed like in, um, in the in Boston when they were playing, it was a lot of guys when they missed a shot, their confidence was gone. They didn't want to take the next shot. And if they did, it was just because, I mean, they were forcing it. Um, The difference here is like when you watch them play at home and and the way that they distribute the ball and the passing and the crispness and, and they're running up and down the court. I mean, there's so much more confidence when they play at home. I mean, this is such a home, home series. Everybody's holding their home court. Yeah. Are you, are you sure it's not just because the Celtics suck? playing on the road (laughs) (laughs) they they do suck on the road yeah oh and nine on the road they have not won yet in the playoffs on the road i mean they looked so like not confident so weak so indecisive well i will say this uh in game two which you both predicted the Cavs would win in boston uh meister did say lebron's gonna have a crazy 40 point night and he actually did but he got no other help there so yeah uh, if the 
Cavs have to win one in Boston, right? Mathematically, if they're going to make it to the finals. So oh, absolutely. I thought, now I watched the game on Monday night. I thought Boston did well when they made it a physical game. I mean, there were a lot of fouls being called, but when they were going to the hole instead of kicking it out, they, they were doing better, I thought. Oh, oh, yeah. They definitely own the middle. Like what well, the, the way that they, uh, when they attack, when Tatum and Brown and even Rozier, uh, absolutely when they attack. But the problem is when they weren't hitting the shots, they missed, I think, somewhere around four to five dunks, which is unheard of. They're not going to yeah. do that again. And I think their confidence was shot. And then once they got down between, I don't know, I think it was 13 to 15, I think they felt, well, we can't do it that way. And that was wrong. Because they yeah. actually chipped their way all the way down to seven two times. That's right. Um, but LeBron came back and made it 11 really quick. That's right. He'd hit a three or some ridiculous fadeaway shot. Yes. Uh, but as we've been saying, it's got to be LeBron plus someone has to step up, right? Kevin Love actually had a good day on the boards, but not a good day shooting. But between Corver and J.R. Smith, I think they got enough help. Yeah, well, they didn't. It, it's, it's nice to say he could just do one thing and not have to do two things and still win the game. Yeah, that's and right. The, the Kardashian guy's been playing pretty well, too. Oh, he has been playing very well. Yeah, Kardashian. and in fact, that, that was Ty Lue's adjustment coming out of Boston was to start Tristan Thompson, and uh, it seemed to be working. I thought Ty Lue was good on the timeouts as well, too. Every time Boston got down to nine, he was quick to call a T.O. You know, you know who hasn't really got much playing time since the Pacers series is that uh, Italian dude. What's his name? Corleone or whatever? <laughs> The Spanish guy? Yeah, Spanish, Spanish guy. guy. What's his name? Did you just call him... Calzoni or... What's his last name, Chris? Wait. This is medium. This is classic medium-level sports talk. Gustavo or... It's Calderon. It's Jose Calderon. Calderon. Oh, okay. It's not <laughs> seen him play in a while. No, because he's not supposed to. He only plays if someone's hurt. He's mm. not. He's an old dude. Well, why did he play so much in the Pacers series? Though? Yeah, man. Why? Oh, the pa- well, I mean, here's the deal. Um, I, I don't know why, because he shouldn't. He's 78 years old. He should not be playing basketball anymore competitively. He's got, probably got a crispy hip. He's, he should not be playing. I thought, uh, I thought he was talking about Seti Osman. Who is oh, yeah. to the uh, to a fortune, right? He's he's rich in his own right. But no, nope. So I, I, I gotta correct you there. We'll do a quick correction. It's right. actually Jose Calderon that was confused as a heir to the Coke throne. Um, and they thought that everybody, one of the players, it was actually uh, one of his own players a couple of years ago, said that to someone else that he was actually one of the heirs worth 2.2 billion. Um, and he's not because the actual heir of Coke is Mexican and he is Spanish. So he is mm. not it. And he gets that a lot. Oh, l- l- fun fact. Nice. Fun fact. All right. Good mm. good job cleaning that up. Hey, no problem. Uh, I, I pulled up the Cavs roster so I could uh, you know get those names right because that's my commitment to, to making <laughs> sure. And it's showing me all of their salaries. And, and I'm just like shocked at what George Hill is making this year. It's got to be 11 million, right? It's twenty million. What? No effing way. Yeah, he got paid a huge amount of money. He, do you know where he's from? Right. He he came from San Antonio, I, I believe. Right. Yeah. And then San Antonio, he had a great series. He had he was he was the backup to um, Parker, and he played well when Parker was hurt, and that, and he hit the jackpot with the Pacers, and the yeah. Pacers way overpaid for him. Wow, wow that's for a lot sure. Of money. Oh, the, you you look at those salaries. You're like, what the? This guy makes twelve million dollars. Yep, and like Larry Nance at one point four million, one of the lowest paid players on the. I think he's making the league minimum. Chump change, like. chump change. Yeah. He makes the same as Jeff Green, which reminds me, I saw um, last night in the game. It said Cavs in foul trouble, and it said Jeff Green, and I thought, well, is that really trouble? <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> it's fouls out. <laughs> so. <laughs> A lot of fun there. So twenty million dollars. George Hill could literally buy IUPUI his college <laughs> for twenty million dollars. Really good. Do, 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 David Blatt. All right. So let's talk about the Warriors Rocket series that I'm sure none of us have been watching, but we've been tracking the scores on. It's been weird because the Warriors won Game One, then Houston blows them out in Game Two. 
127-105. And then Golden State comes back in game three, 126-85. What the hell's going on in the series, Coach? Uh-oh. Which, by the way, the Rockets are leading at halftime tonight as we record. They are. Um, mm-hmm. I. This is just – this is so one-sided. It's all about, I mean, they say they play defense. There's no defense. This is who can make the most shots, who's hot, who can hit the most threes. It's just run up and down and, and huck it up. And, and when, when the one team, when Golden State's hot, you've got four guys that can do it. And when Houston's hot, you've got two guys that can do it. it, it this will be fun for probably, I think it might go six, but it's going to be lopsided on every game. It's Yeah. And you're sticking with the Warriors? Oh, by far. And I, I'm just going to tell you right now, the East, I don't know which one of these teams is going to make it, but just really celebrate the Eastern crown because once you get there, <laughs> it's over. There's not a single – and I'll, I, I will eat crow on that. You can play the time machine if LeBron gets there and he makes me eat it, but I don't see it. Golden State is just a force. Do you think uh, Cavs could, could- – are they as good as the Rockets, or do you think either yeah. either of those teams is going to take any Eastern Eastern team? Oh, either one. I think the Rockets would be a better series if the Rockets somehow miraculously got to got through this. I give I give the Cavs a shooting chance. I mean, a, a, a chance if they play Golden State, no chance. It's like a lion if it had like a wounded deer or a wounded gazelle, and it lets it run away a little bit, but then it chases it down again, and then it lets it run away again, and then it eats it. That's what Golden State would do to the Cavs. <laughs> maybe, maybe if the Warriors beat the Rockets, you just give the Warriors the crown yeah. and let the Cavs play. The, the Rockets, Rockets play. play for second place <laughs> for second. Yeah. I love that. That would be more compelling. I will say, I, I, I really. I honestly enjoy how much you commit to your opinions on some of these things because uh, when they come through, you look like a genius. And when, when, when you fail, man, you fail. I so fail hard. hard. So. <laughs> you can take that to the bank. I thought I should mention before you continue to crown the, the Warriors, uh, Andre Iguodala is out for game four. Yes, I did hear that. Okay, so that doesn't change anything. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, so uh, any, any feeling that the Celtics are going to beat the Cavs? Oh yeah, there's a definite chance. I just I, I feel like this is such a home home series that it's going to come down to Game Seven in Boston. Yes, I just feel like they're holding. I mean, Boston is a tough place to play, and the Cavs have suffered there. And who uh, who's who's their coach again? Uh, some young man named Brad Stevens, <laughs> the genius. Huh, very good. Uh, I I have a feeling the Cavs are going to win um, Game Six in Boston. Oh. No, right? game, five. game five. Game five. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll win game six. At I I would love that. It that, that it for me saying that it's going to go seven. It, it, this is such a crapshoot now because it, it really is two very seemingly even teams. I, I'm still still stunned that George Hill is making twenty million dollars. <laughs> twenty million dollars. Yeah, so that's okay though. That degree I got in English is working out for me. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough about the NBA playoffs. We're going to go right into our first commercial, which is uh, about the Pelotonian. I thought, Minister, I thought you'd uh, tell everybody what the Pelotonian is this week. Ooh. Oh. I thought you were going to ask me a question. I am going to ask you a but question, you but first you got to explain what it is. So Pelotonia is a, it's a, uh, it's a ride for cancer. It's a bike ride. Um, I think it started in 09. Is that right? Or o- yeah. 09 I think that's right. in uh, Columbus. Um, it's raised over a hundred million dollars for cancer research for the, uh, for the James, uh, cancer hospital at OSU. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a great, great event. It's one of my favorite things to do every year. This will be our seventh ride, Peter. That's right. It'll be coach's third ride. Yeah. And, um, it happens always the second weekend in August and, uh, we are, we're signed up. That's right. Take we are running. 45 miles. Uh, you can donate to any of our rides just by going to sportswednesday.com. And I've got a link to each of our pages. Just click on Big Man on Campus. You can make a donation right there. 100% tax deductible. And what's great about it is uh, the cost of running the event is covered by corporate sponsors. So you know that your donation is going uh, right to research. And they make a lot of bets with this money, too. They Sometimes, you know, to beat cancer, you've got to take a little bit of a moonshot. And that's the kind of stuff they're looking to fund. So uh, good job there. 
Uh, Maestro uh, was treated for AML, a form of leukemia, in 2012 at the James Cancer Center, and he wrote in the Pelotonia that July. So you went in in January, and by July you were writing in Pelotonia. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Thanks to you. Right. Very good. So my question for you then, uh, Maestro, uh, is to tell me about why did you go to the doctor when you found out that you had the cancer? Like you didn't go in and say, I, I feel like I've killed, was it like a cold? Or- <laughs> yeah, no, I had a, uh, I had a lingering cold, like in December. Yeah. Um, it just, I couldn't kick it and I was feeling kind of crappy. You know how you, you just kind of can't pull your, pull out of a cold. And, yeah. um, it was funny because we had, we had a new year's Eve party and we had all our friends over and we're drinking booze and, and I, Pete, you remember this story, but everybody was sitting around making fun of me because I, I, I kept complaining that I wasn't feeling yeah. good and I yeah. my, my color was off and you, yeah. you guys were all making fun of me. But yeah, like a week later, I just went back to the doctor and they took some blood and bam, like two days later, I was at the James. So. Did they did they call you to like come in so they could talk to you or was this like they did it on the phone? Um, she, my doctor called me on like a Monday. So I'd gone in on Friday and she gave me like a Z pack and I felt great. Yeah. I felt great. I played indoor soccer over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's feeling good. Went into work on Monday and she called me and she's like, Hey, you know, um, you need to go to this hematologist. He needs to recheck your blood. And, and I was like, Ooh, and she's like, and you might want to take your wife. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> oh. that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> Did I win the lottery? Yeah. Yeah. No, sir. Well, uh, we're, we're all glad you're here, Maestro. And I, I can just say from the time I spent visiting you while you were being treated, I mean, I saw firsthand the kind of work they do at the James. And, and it's just, it's so worth the donation if somebody wants to donate. Uh, I also want to say I, I edit all of these podcasts and I do things like I take out the um, the burps and the extra breaths and stuff. And, and Coach, uh, you've had a, you've had a stuffy nose since we started this thing in January. Because there's always a yeah, and so I don't know. You might want to go to your doctor and get that checked out. I think I'll do that now. I, I guess you are a middle school teacher, so you get a stuffy nose basically when school yes, starts. Yes, and it never goes away. <laughs> so, there you go. Okay, uh, the other thing then is we all have the poll app, P-U-L-L-L, which is uh, wording us monies for doing exercises. This is replacing our fitness challenge. Uh, in the past week, I've raised $1.51, mostly by walking the dogs about a mile every night. I haven't done much strenuous exercise. Uh, and you guys are all at donuts, huh? Okay, so yeah, I, I wish I I wish I kept my app on because I've still been exercising and walking dogs, but I just I forget. I, I could have been at least a dog. I put it I put it on when I mowed the lawn twice, and I I apparently am an, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I get nothing. nothing. That's yeah. I did that today too. It's because it's it's checking your location by GPS. It's not like it's not uh, stepping me counting steps. Yeah, because oh, I definitely got some work in. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. So, dollar uh, fifty-one uh, is is what I got this week. That's a plus one for me, guys. I'm making some serious moves at the board tonight. You're going to be shocked by the end of this show. <laughs> I'm already shocked. Already shocked. All right. How about a little bit of music to get us into Act Two, there, Mister? Mm, let's see what I got here. I'm gonna start easy because I'm a little uh, rusty. And just for the record, the Warriors are now in the lead, seventy-one sixty-five. Hold ya. Oh, I like that. I could, oh, I could, I could use more Ooh. of that. That was really good. A little CCR, Bad Moon Rising. I, 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 it's the one song I know how to play on bass. Oh. I was just like, oh, if only I had a bass and an amp set up here, and I could have surprised Maestro by watching the one song. It. Boom. all right so we are going to be talking about baseball and uh, we did get some reader some listener feedback we needed a little more baseball and actually this is a good time to start what i want to do is each week uh look at a a different division now the season's about two months old but um that will that will end right at the all-star break so we should be going into the all-star break 
feeling pretty well versed to a medium level about baseball. I'm you guys totally cool with cool that? that. I just put it on the show machine. Cool. So cool, cool, okay. cool, 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 cool. All right, so we're going to start with the American League East, and uh, thus far, this seems to be a story of the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. Coach, you want to? Break that down yeah, I mean, I was when I was thinking about talking about these two teams because it is really those two teams. The rest are completely insignificant. Um, the Rays, the Blue Jays, uh, the Orioles, all in some uh, facet of being in disarray. But what when I was thinking about these two teams, it felt a lot like the the West in the NBA, where they're really it's mm-hmm. it's two teams and everybody else. Um, and you think about it, like if I told you, if I gave you a bet or said, okay, in the American League, you can pick these two teams or you can take the rest of the field that's going to make the World Series. You're taking these two teams. You're not even touching the field. I mean, they're so strong right now and what they can do. It's, it's, it's really incredible. So uh, in, in your view – if and when these two teams meet up in the playoffs, that's the real World Series. Yeah, and so really what I'm saying is if you're in the American League and you don't win your division, you're not making the playoffs. They are going to – one team's going to win their division and one's going to win the wild card. And, and and looking at their strengths and weaknesses, they're both absolutely bashers. They, they knock the cover off the ball. I mean, Boston's got Betts who's right now – basically he is the MVP candidate, but then if you want to flip-flop over to – um, the Yankees, you can pick one of their six hitters could be a potential MVP candidate. They've also, I mean, Martinez, they, they, they signed Martinez. He's actually coming through for Boston. They just, it's just name a guy one that night and he's going to be their big hitter. Yeah. And so, so you're talking about bets. That's Mookie bets. And he is right now, he's the number one fantasy player rated, by the way. Uh, he's hitting 367. He just hit his 16th home run, which is a major league leading. Um, and uh, I thought I would throw it out there if either of you guys want to know who, uh, which Mookie he's named after. I got to say uh, Mookie Wilson or Mookie Blaylock. Mookie Blay. Oh, that was what I – Come on, you can't say two. <laughs> how, many, how many Mookies Our are Maestro there? got it. It was Mookie Blaylock, actually. Mookie his Blaylock. Parents, his parents were watching a, a Rockets game when Mookie played for the Rockets. He had an awesome hair, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, but his, his actual name – and now I can't find it, but they named him. So his initials are MLB. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) So they really were raising a player from the get go, but Aaron judge, man, he's cleaning it up. You know, he's hitting 286, but he had 12 home runs. He's got a 415 on base percentage. So I think you're right. These are two strong teams. I mean, I think the biggest thing that's going to hold either one of them back, and and right now they're pitching staffs. You look at the Yankees, they have Saravino, they have Tanaka, and then they have three other guys that they roll out. I mean, CC Sabathia is pitching decent, but he's also – He's not young and he's not in shape. (laughs) And he's basically one throw away from – an injury that could sideline him for, you know, two or three weeks. In Boston, they have Percello, who's who's actually a Cy Young winner, and they have Chris Sale, who's their legitimate ace. And then they do have some interesting pieces below that. They have Drew Pomerantz, and they have a couple other guys that um, they're serviceable. Um, but they're really for these teams to, to be good, that's okay. That's all right. Hey, hey, Maestro, did you hear Coach Sniff in the middle of that? No, that was oh, me. that was you. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm being blamed for sniffs that are not mine. I can see what well, I can I had, see what chance they come from, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I had I had uh, I had sneezed. Yeah. I had turned my mic off so I could sneeze. Yeah. Well, that's it. There there are some decent National League teams. I don't want to say like the Yankees and White Sox are the top. Team. Okay. Uh, but we'll, yeah, I mean, we'll get to that. I think, you know, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are surprising right now and Atlanta is having a great year. So, Here's one, two other things I wanted to say. Tampa Bay Rays um, at 22 and 23 would be in first place in the Central. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) This is the Indians' current record. Uh, They started their closer, Sergio Rohn. They started him on Saturday and Sunday for an inning each each game. Yeah, I saw this. We we, uh, actually Maestro sent me the article and I read it, and it's 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 very uh, innovative. Um, but it's funny because when when he sent that to me and I loved it and and of course the purists hate it, um, but you think about 
why they're doing it. They're doing it because they don't have an ace because they yeah. can't afford one. So it basically yeah. tells you the state of baseball that if it's there's a, there's there's haves and there's a lot of have-nots. And Tampa Bay's like, well, you know, um, we can't afford a closer, so let's start our. We can't afford a starter, so uh, let's start our closer. <laughs> let's let's get creative. Did Maestro send it and say, try this with the ambush? Yes, he did. <laughs> I said, I don't have any pictures. <laughs> so uh, Toronto, they were hanging out playing 500 ball, but they just got swept four straight games by the A's, and that's dropped them down, and Baltimore appears to be just a mess this year. Oh, they're dead. Yeah. So, okay, well, that's the, the AL East. That's a good little um, breakdown there. I like the Mookie Blaylock thing. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. Very quickly want to touch on our fantasy baseball team. Yeah. I took over. Coach, you won last week, right? Yes, I did. Eight to one. Mm -hmm. Eight to one. So it was close. Yes. Uh, I took over on Monday. We are up six to one currently right now. So hopefully I'll keep that going. Yes, sir. Haven't made any moves yet. I'm looking at getting us a new catcher if if one comes available. And then I had asked you, which of these guys on the 10-day DL can I cut? Because we have like three guys we're just sitting on the edge. And they're supposedly good players, but they're not playing right now. No. Is is the is the DL the down low? Yeah, they're on the down low. The down low. It, yes. it would really stink if I cut all three of them the day before we handed off to Maestro, <laughs> and they're all coming back. <laughs> and then have no. What you need to do is cut them all so there's empty spots, so he's forced to make a move. And then a minor leaguer updates. I don't know if you guys uh, have have looked into your minor leaguers. I wanted to bring it up because Vlad Guerrero just hit a walk off grand slam for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, where he's playing. Double-A ball. Uh, honestly, right now, if there wasn't a glut of great third basemen in the American League, I think he'd be up playing uh, with the big league team. Yeah, I think they should bring him up anyway. I, I, I don't really see why they're waiting. They can find a spot for him. He could hit. I know they want him to get regular at-bats, but I know he's young, but the Nationals have brought up, they bring up 19, 20-year-olds, and they, they do quite well. A.K.A. Bryce well, Harper. They, uh, they have another 19-year-old, <laughs> don't they? The Nats right now? It's hot. Yeah, they just brought up another guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they're waiting. I, understand, I guess I understand, yeah. but it's time. This guy's yeah. he's playing with they these guys. Him. You know what? I think we should all get hats of our minor league uh, prospect. Uh, oh, I could do that. Coach needs some new hats. He says his, his collection stagnated in 1998. It really did. <laughs> So my uh, my my guy is actually up in the majors. Oh, when did he get called up? Uh, he got called up in April, April thirtieth. Okay. So since then, he's had I believe four starts, oh five starts, and he's one and two. But his ERA is a solid eight point one four. So he's going through his his growing pains. But I mean, the Padres have the time. If they have the patience, this guy will will get a chance. At worst case, he gets sent back down at the trade deadline. But you know, hey, he's in the show. Do you want to do you want to share his name with us? Eric Lauer. Eric Lauer, thank you. I know Lauer. I know our diehard fans, they already know what you're talking about, but Yes, they already know. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, Eric." <laughs> How about you, Meister? How's your minor leaguer doing? Uh, so my minor leaguer is Mitch Keller. He's a pitcher for the uh, for the Pirates, the Pirates Mitchie. organization. He is playing for the Altoona Curve right now. Go which Curve, is, which I think is Double, hey, how double the Pirates a. doing? Shut up. Uh, we're talking about Mitch right now. Okay. I'm sorry. I just know yeah. he plays for the Pirates. Uh, he's When they started like 5-0. and 0, uh, I'll tell you what. Part. The Pirates started hot. They're still 26-20. and 20. They're way better than the Indians playing 565. Yeah, suck it, coach. Yeah, too bad they don't play. Well, they don't play in the American League, so that's just like saying, hey, I had the lottery numbers the day after I won the lottery, so who cares? <laughs> All right, easy, easy. I just want to say they're playing a respectable 500 baseball. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about Mitch? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about him. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, he's 5-2. and two. Uh, He's got a 3.02 ERA. And he's got 44 strikeouts, so he's doing all right. He's still, he's still like 21. He's, he's, he's a little baby. He's a baby. Did you guys know George Hill is making twenty million dollars? How much? Is, how much is Mookie making? I heard at the that. Yankees. Mookie bets for the Red Sox. For the Red Sox. I don't, I don't know what he's making. I did. 
He's young. I bet you he's not making a. It's probably his first or second contract, so he's not. I don't think he's getting paid a ton. If these uh, if these numbers hold for him, I, I read an article comparing him to Mike Trout. I mean, he's at that playing at that level right now. Yeah, or even I mean, the way he's you know a young Barry Bonds too. The way he plays great outfield, does um, drugs, he steals bases. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> Just stay, stay, be the young Barry Bonds. Don't be the old yeah, one with the giant head. Oh, huge head. So George George Hill George Hill is this is like he if the Cavs don't win he's gone right I mean this is just yeah I don't think he's signed more than this year so let, most of those guys and, and let me be clear George Hill's doing a fine job right I, I'm not saying he's a bad player or anything I was just surprised that he's making twenty million dollars so George and I, I do know he that most of the Cavs listen to the show he listens to the show a lot because he's constantly sending me DMs on Twitter. So, George, take some of that $20 million and invest it in Hoopsters, oh, the greatest nice. basketball theme oh, ever game you can ever play. Thank you. Uh, Hoopsters is the sponsor of Sports Wednesday. It's it's a board game. It's basketball themed, but it's not on the market uh, because Coach and I just can't seem to get our act together. No, we can't, but we, we will. Face it. We had some early traction. We're getting there. I will tell you this, Coach. Uh, I did open up my screen printing kit this uh, this week, and uh, it's it's far more complicated than I thought it would be. Then I think it takes two heads, two of us to figure it out, and my sort of sit there. Yeah, and laugh instead of just giving me like a simple sheet that says "do this, do this, do this," they gave me a book that some art, art oh. teacher in England wrote, and he's a terrible writer. So. <laughs> Oh, that'll be Yeah, fun. it's a mixed blessing. But uh, you can go to hoopsters.store or sportswednesday.com and click on newsletter. Sign up for our newsletter. Give us your email address. We will keep you in the loop. You, like George Hill, will be among the first to get the game. Uh, $20 million, George can probably buy three sets at our current bill of materials cost. <laughs> Easily. Easily three sets. So, uh, And that's Hoopsters. Uh, I think that commercial went okay. What do you guys think? That was good. That was a very hey, good. Let me throw uh, throw something at you. How about how about a little bit of intro into what hat are you wearing? All right, let me uh, try something here. Oh man! What are you wearing? Book it, man. We're doing that every time. That was awesome. Uh, you know, I'm the guy who keeps saying we got to get down to 45 minutes, but I refuse to cut this ridiculous segment. <laughs> no, you love it. You are very much in love. So, if you're listening to the podcast, you need to go to the restroom. Now's the time to do it. You don't have to hit pause because we're just going to be talking about what hat we're wearing. Coach, are you wearing a hat tonight? I am wearing a hat. You want to guess? Yeah. Is it one you've worn before? No, it's a it's a different hat. I'm gonna guess it's a Kings Island hat. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great guess. No, no. You got a guess, Maestro? Uh, he is wearing an ambush hat. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna keep saying that till you get it right, right? No, I'm actually wearing this hat from this company called um, Good River, and it's like they do like Ohio-based. Um, like t-shirts and hats and this one says it has the shape of ohio and it says the battleground state ohio a student gave it to me hmm. that's pretty cool and that's a, it's a reference to our our political standing and how we get to pick the president i i don't the the, the guy this company this good river is like outdoors hmm. and, and just ohio based so i just think he used that as for the battleground state hmm. indeed Pete, what how do you wearing are you wearing a shirt or are you wearing pants well, I am. Wearing, Ooh, are you wearing a sticky? I'm wearing. I'm wearing all three. I know you guys were upset that I shifted. What hat are you wearing? To what shirt are you wearing last week? But if, oh, if no, you no. followed us on Instagram cool. and you saw my Cobra Kai T-shirt, you you knew it was worth it was worth breaking the rules. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. So uh, I am wearing a hat tonight, though. Any ideas? Mm. Is it a hat you've won before? Pel- I have not. Pelotonia hat. How about you, Coach? Mm. I'm going to say it is your, um, it is a Kansas State hat. 
Maestro got it. It is my Peloton. Oh, Maestro. Is that the first? That's. I don't have. Is Kansas that the first City. guess that's ever been correct? That might be the first yeah. guess that's ever been. That was very impressive. Very I get, uh, yeah, that's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should get a point for that. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If you want to give him a point, but it doesn't count towards this, it's kind of like a, a trophy, like all the kids get when they play rec stuff. Give him a trophy. All right. This is some compelling <laughs> audio. Maestro, what hat are you wearing? I'm going to guess you're wearing an Ooh, ambush hat. Close, Peter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, you're wearing a, um orange baseball mm, hat. Close as well, but no cigar. It's Some an old uh, Olentangy uh, Little League hat. It's my black. Yeah, oh, the double O? The black, oh, the, oh, the black one. Yes. Ooh. So that's a that's a team your kids used to play on, but don't play on it anymore. Yeah, we've got so many of those hats. Oh, uh, I have tons of them. There's hundreds of them. But this black one, I don't know. It's special. It, it, it fits my head. It... Uh, doesn't hurt my head. It's got a nice. It's got a nice sweat ring. Yeah, on it. a lot of times they say the hat chooses you, and I believe that. Uh, and I just want to point out for the people who uh, wondered what Coach meant by an orange baseball hat. It's not a baseball hat. That's the color orange. It's for Orange High School because uh, you guys live near Orange Township. Is that correct? Correct. Very good. Yes. yes. That's called, Very good. That's called context, yep. Coach. You ought to look into it. <laughs> That was biting. That was biting, man. I like it. Sorry about that. I got some teeth. No, I'm good. Bring it. I like it. If I hadn't shorted out my air conditioner before the show started, I don't think I'd be so chippy right now. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. I would have pushed your buttons a little more. Yeah, Mm. very good. All right, let's move into Act 3 with a little bit of music there, Maestro. Ooh, all right. What can I play here? What can I play? What can I play? I don't know. You're, You're a guitar player. Ooh, let's play out. Uh, that was cool, but I don't know what that was. Do you know that one, Coach? No, I don't. It's it's something I wrote. Nice and nice and original. original. Very good. What hat are you wearing? Okay. <laughs> we got we got that was that was original yep. too. Equally amazing. Equally. He's he's not Equally. he's not the best live guitar player on a sports podcast for nothing. Oh god. Yeah. Not even. All right, no so rivals. Act three, we take care of things like our uh, ongoing scoreboard. We take care of picks. We do a little trivia. We got lots lots of things going on. Uh, last week, our lock of the week was uh, to predict the score, combined score of game two of the Golden State-Houston game. And it was closest to the Penguins. Uh, they ended up scoring a combined 232 points. And so I picked up a point there because I guess 214, which was the highest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Update us at uh, two weeks prior. Coach and I were waiting. If the Yankees had won one more game, we would have gotten a point for protecting it. And uh, that game was rained out. So we did well, it's been postponed for like uh, July. So we'll come back to that in July. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last week, our upset special was uh, you wanted to pick which last place team would win more than they lost in the, in the previous week. And Maestro inexplicably went with the Orioles. Uh, and they went two and four over the past week. Uh, although they started out strong, Maestro, they their first game was a seventeen to three win over Tampa Bay. Well, you know, I picked the Orioles because they, had a, you know, their last ten games they had a winning, yeah. they had a winning, uh, but they just they fell, apart. fall apart. Coach went for the Texas Rangers, trying to cut me off on that pick, and they also went two and four. And so I took the San Diego Padres, who I I think of as one of Coach's teams, just because it is. you know. And uh, they they rocked it. They went five and two, and uh, their pitcher Lyle came within five outs of a perfect game. I think those two losses, though, that that new guy Eric Lauer was probably <laughs> probably it. He did pitch twice in a week. It's amazing. He was trying to tank it for coach, but it didn't sure. work out. What? So I pick up another point there, uh, plus my point for exercising more than you you guys did. That. <laughs> 
That brings our totals going into this week. Maestro now at 68 of 102. Coach still at 57 of 102. Mm. And BMOC now at 60 of 102. Whoa, the heat is on. He is he is making moves. I think this uh, exercise app, either we're all going to get in great shape or I'm going to move up the board. One way or the other. One way or the other. All right, so this week's Lock of the Week, I wanted you guys to predict the total combined goals for Game 7 of the Washington Capitals-Tampa Bay Lightning Series. The winner will go on to the Stanley Cup Finals to face the Las Vegas Golden Knights, uh, who I think of as one of Maestro's teams. I don't know why. Uh, combined goals, but I also wanted to use that opportunity to talk a little bit about this series and how it's been going. Maestro, I know you were talking before Coach came on a little bit about the the Caps Lightning and who you thought were, was going to win. Yeah, I think I think the Caps are going to win. I I, I uh, my prediction was the Lightning and the Jets in the final, but now I'm starting to think it's Caps and Vegas. But uh, I think the Caps have the mojo right now. I think it's going to go into OT. And I think uh, Caps are going to win four to three. So that's uh, seven is his pick. So that's seven. All right. Coach, how about you? Um, see, I think the Lightning are going to win. and I Because it's in Tampa Bay, correct? I, yeah, sure I believe it is. Because I believe Tampa Bay has had the best record in. I heard it was in Tacoma. Tacoma works for me. And I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be six. So it'll be four to two. Tampa Bay. Empty net or six. Uh, and that is, in fact, in Tampa Bay. I can confirm that for you. It's on 8 o'clock. Uh, if you're listening on Wednesday, it's 8 o'clock tonight. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. NBCSN. That'll be a fun game to watch. I'll see if I can get see if I can get it. Uh, I'm going to go low. I'm going to say three. I think it's going to be like a two-to-one mm. type of deal. Even though uh, Washington hung three on Tampa Bay, 3-0 to win game six. Uh I also, I don't know why I think the Caps are going to win too, but it's not because I have any hockey knowledge. I have none. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think, I think Tampa Bay is, is the superior team, but I don't know. There's just something about the Caps. They've just been kind of battling through. They've got something, some special spark, just like Vegas. Yeah. Like it feels like it could be their year, but um, yeah, I think Tampa Bay is going to win though. Are you guys, are you guys ready to be? I hope you're sitting down. I'm going to shock you. It's all about Ovechkin. Oh, yeah. that's a player on Washington. Yes. <laughs> Thank I, you. Well done. Actually, I, I think Very it's. Much. I think it's all about well Ochi. Ochi. Like OJ Simpson. It's another player <laughs> on the Caps. Who's? He just. He just. He just went. He went deep cut there. He did. He out hockeyed me. Yes. Uh, I, I, I am the only member of the Sports Wednesday team that's been to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, though, as far as I know. You are. It has not helped me with anything. No, it okay. has not grown your knowledge. So we have Maestro 7, Coach 6, me 3. This is a closest to the pin wins. Uh, and so if we end up somewhere where you picked over and I picked under, but we're the same amount away, we both get a point. That's an, called an over-under tie. Okay. You guys cool? I'm cool with it. How, how, how about how about no points? Uh, well, I already put on the show sheet over under tie is allowed. So it's, it's on the sheet. It's, it's, it's all on about, the sheet. Peter, he, he, he is, is all about grabbing points right points. now. But that's fine. That's right. Uh, plus, I get six bonus points for wearing my Pelotonia hat. I forgot because uh, <laughs> I didn't mention that. All right, let's move on to the upset special. These are a little trickier to pick, uh, so it doesn't count against you if you get it wrong. Uh, who will be the leading scorer on Thursday, May 24th, Game 5, Warriors-Rockets? Leading scorer. Uh, there's a lot of good guys to choose from, and by the way, right now the game is tied at 85 with five and a half left. Leading scorer on Game 4, and that's going to be in um... – no, this will be game five. Oh, game five. Oh, so game, game five, five will game be in, right. in, uh, in the Bay. Yep. So I, I'll go first on that. I, I think it's going to be uh, Steph Curry. And going. He's, All right. Uh, he's going to drop in 38. Uh, I should say uh, Andre Iguodala might be back for that game if you want to pick him, Coach. I'm going to go with Steph Curry, and okay. I think he's going to put in 38. He was the game three leading scorer. How about you, Maestro? Who are you picking? 
Man, I don't know, because I feel like tonight's game really will determine what happens in game five as far as who's stepping up. But uh, I'm going to go KD. I'm going to go 32. 32 points. All right. So you guys took the two good ones. That's cool. I'll take uh, James Harden. I think he's going to bust out and have a huge game. I don't know. I like his I like his beard. It's a nice beard. I'll say this. The Warriors are wearing their shirts that say the town on them, and they have like an oak tree. Uh, and I always feel like they're advertising an M. Night Shyamalan movie that I haven't seen. <laughs> the town. The town. In a world. Let's let Maestro decide. So, Coach, this is where we're going to go, and we're going to do a maestro to sides. So after I made the show sheet, I was looking at it tonight, and I was like, I didn't put, uh, I didn't put anything fun on here, nothing funny. It was all about sports, mm, and that's certainly that's uh, not us. That's certainly not our forte, yeah. So, uh, maestro to sides. Here's how it works. Uh, it's my turn to pick a topic. I'm going to tell Coach what the topic is. He cho- he chooses what Zangers. side he wants to argue, and then he has 15 seconds to argue his side. I have 15 seconds to argue my side, and then maestro decides the winner. Okay. Uh, this got really chippy when when the topic was um, Zingers versus Twinkies, and Zingers won an upset win because of my superior arguing no, skills. No, it wasn't because of that, but we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Are you ready for the uh, the topic? Hell yeah! All right, and Maestro, I think you're going to enjoy this one as well. Who was the better landlord, Mister Roper or Mister Furley? Okay, I'm going to go with, uh, can I start? Yeah. Okay, it was definitely Mr. Roper, because Mr. Roper also brought Mrs. Roper, who was such a delight. Always brought fun things, made them feel welcome. And Roper, that look, great. Solid. It's definitely Roper. Man, I'll tell you what, Coach, your, your standards for entertainment are pretty damn low, because the Ropers were a one-joke pony. And that, that joke was Mrs. Roper wanted to have sex with Mr. Roper and he didn't want to have sex with her. I don't know why you find that entertaining. I find Ralph Furley entertaining with his ascot ties and his crazy oh. shirts, his fear of his brother Bart who owned the who owned the <laughs> building. You never knew what was gonna happen when Furley came in on a scene. It was like it was like someone let a horse loose in a hospital. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I should probably quickly credit John Mulaney for the horse hospital thing. That's how he describes our current president. <laughs> and once again, goodbye to half of the audience at this time. That's okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Maestro. I think this is an easy one. Uh, Choose wisely. Uh, no. No, no. Are there points involved here? Roper. Oh, wow. All right, there you go. I uh, I wasn't sure which way you guys were going to go with this, but I think bringing in the missus was key, definitely, in this. Because I, I totally forgot that she was on the show. She was my favorite part. Yeah. She always had a drink in her hand, too, didn't she? Yes, and like a muumuu. She wore a muumuu all the time. There was there is yes. actually one episode where uh, the Ropers came back. They left and had their own show. It wasn't successful, but they came back to visit and Mrs. Roper was tired, and they said, you can go sleep in Mr. Furley's apartment. He's out of town. What do you guys think happened? Oh, he got in bed with her. He came home early, got in bed with her, and then uh, and then Stanley caught them. And, and he's like, is this what you want? That's fine. And she was mad that he didn't fight <sighs> for her. And then Mr. Roper and Mr. Furley got into a fight. They did. God, that, yeah. you have, wow. Man, I don't, I don't yeah. remember that. That's, that's all. CK. Wow. We should uh, we should just call this segment. If you're from Generation X, you can listen to this, and if you're not, just, <laughs> but just I, think, fast I think some people probably found that fascinating. That, first of all, since you actually knew that there was a that you knew of the spinoff, I didn't remember that till you said that. Well done. Yep. Yep. Uh, did, did we even say that this was from the company? <laughs> <laughs> we did not. So this is from the, the sitcom Three's Company, which ran from 1977 to 1985. Uh, John Ritter was on it, Joyce DeWitt, Suzanne Summers, uh, Three's Company. And it, uh, if, if you really want to know the state of situation comedy in America in the late 70s, just watch one episode of Three's Company. Pretty much, pretty much every episode had the same exact plot. Double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and a mix up, and they're like, I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna, oh, just oh. oh. want to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good times, good times, it was good times. Hey, you know what tastes pretty good right now? A zinger. All right, so that was Maestro's Decides. Decides. That's my first loss of Maestro Decides. It had to happen sooner or later, but uh, I respect the decision. Okay. Unlike somebody else who doesn't seem to ever respect any decision. <laughs> I know. I'm a little prickly when it comes to that. Uh, the Rockets now up by three with three minutes left. Memphis. This and the sports, sports, Wednesday, sports Wednesday team over 50 minutes. Oh. If this is two to two going back to uh, the Bay, and it could be any any warrior that's racking up forty points. Yeah, somebody will. Clay Thompson, maybe. Oh, Clay Thompson. He was kind of my dark horse pick, but I, I had to go with Harvey. Trivia. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to trivia, and uh, we're keeping up with the baseball theme. So we talked about the AL East tonight. So AL East short answer trivia coach. Okay, so I, I are you ready? This will be a quick one. Uh, David Price plays for the Boston Red Sox in the AL East. Yes, he has played for three teams in American League East. One being Boston. What are the other two? Uh, let's let's tag team Maestro. You pick one. I'll pick one. Um, what? Who did he play for? He he plays for Boston oh, right okay. now. He is a pitcher for Boston, and he's played for a total of three teams. One of them being Boston. Name the all, other two. All in the AL East. All in the AL mm, East. Baltimore. Okay. And then I picked Toronto. Okay. Is that your final? That's our final. Okay. Answer. He did play for Toronto. He was that was a trade deadline a uh, couple years, uh, three or four years back. But his original team was the Tampa Bay ah, Rays. Uh, he was very pivotal in their runs to the um, World Series. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Maestro, I just noticed that uh, in the recording app, you put your name in as Jeff or Joff. Is that, the, is that the lead singer, the guy from Asia? Is that who you're, you're uh, channeling there? Jeffrey Downs? It was, it was actually the lead singer from Queensryche. Oh, Queens, uh, which I used to always like to call, call him Queen Scritch. Silent lucidity. <laughs> Man, that, 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 doesn't that take you back to sophomore year oh, of yeah. college, though? Not me. That's a, played that, that was the year I lived across the hall from Maestro, and we, we played that album all the time. And we had a quote board, and we kept writing quotes up this strange how tears taste like raindrops without the pain. What, al- what album is this? Empire. Mm. Strange how raindrops taste like tears yeah. without the pain. Yeah, and also without the salt. I mean, if you're going to be scientific, <laughs> let's go with so it. Yeah. Apparently, what he's saying is salt is pain. All right, Maestro, you got some trivia for us? I do, I do. Um, it's uh, it's some Oreo <laughs> Oreos. I'm a little hungry. It's Orioles trivia. All right, you guys ready? Okay. This is multiple choice. There's only one right. answer though. Who spent his last MLB season with the Orioles after playing 19 seasons with the Red Sox? You guys ready? Ellis Burke. Okay. Dwight Evans. Fred Lynn. Or Carlton Fisk. I can... Mm, I'm going to say it's Fred Lynn. Oh, no way, man. He was on the Angels. I'm going to say... Oh, that's I'm right. I'm going to say Burks. No, it's the other. It's um, who's the second one you said? Uh, Dwight Dewey Evans. It's not Ellis Burks. It's got to be Dewey Evans. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, I'm gonna go with my original. Uh, you're right about that one. Go ahead. It, it was Dwight Evans. Ah. It was Dewey Evans. Yes. Yep, Dewey nice. Evans. Nice. Dewey. That's a good one. Nice. All right. That was a good one. So I have a, a short answer. Okay, so Tampa Bay Devil Rays joined the league in 1997 as the Devil Rays. And in 2008, they changed their name to the Rays. But at that time, in 2008, the ownership was considering several 
nicknames. They're, they're like, we're going to change the name and it's not necessarily the race. It's going to be one of these. So I'm going to list the five of them out there and one of them is not true. Okay. So were they considering the Tampa Bay Pelicans, the Tampa Bay Nine, the Tampa Bay Stripes, the Tampa Bay Bandits, or the Tampa Bay Dukes? Which one were they not considering? <laughs> All these except for one were on yeah, the table? Yeah, isn't that crazy? There's some terrible names here. Tampa Bay Stripes. Pelicans, Nine, Stripes, Bandits, Dukes. I'm gonna say the bandits is is the incorrect one. I'm gonna say the pelicans. Okay, final answer. Yeah, it was the pelicans. Wow, that was the made up one. The dukes. damn you! I feel like uh, when I read them out, pelicans, nine stripes, bandits, dukes, like I was listing cigarette brands from the 1950s. <laughs> I'll take uh, the pelican 150s. <laughs> Those are menthol, right? Yes. Those would totally be menthol. And I think their sixth choice was uh, the dream. The dream. That's right. I just, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think so. That's such a horrible the, name. The, the devil rays, though. I mean, was there negative yes. negativity about the devil rays? Really? That, I think so. Is that what it was? It was the Christmas. I believe so, yes. Yes, they wanted to get rid of the devil. I, I, thought, I thought it was that people were calling them the deviled eggs. <laughs> that was it. I'm sorry. I was wrong. It had nothing to do with with God. It had to do with deviled eggs. Why, why did it call deviled eggs? Did like people like curse the egg to turn it into some it's sort egg. of? <laughs> why are you scrambled and then put back in? <laughs> the work of the devil. Oh, all right. That was Which, that was real. Yeah, that was good. Those were tasty. Okay. Unlike a deviled egg. Don't like those. So here's what we got now. We're going to do the efforting update, and you guys will see I've cut it way down. I'm only doing efforting updates when I have an actual update. I'm not going to run through ad nauseum all the things we're efforting on the show anymore. That should save us a good 45 seconds. And then, Maestro, I'll have you uh, do some final thought music as we go to final thoughts. But my efforting update is this. Last week, I, we talked about the trend of Major League Soccer teams to pick European-sounding names. Right, like DC United, Cincinnati FC. <laughs> yeah. It's they just like please look at us, Europe. We're premier too. We've got names like yours. <laughs> yeah, an English newspaper in London. The tables saying here, here are the soccer tables. Soccer you tables. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Manchester United. <laughs> Manchester. Hey, Man City. So Liverpool. I'm gonna effort effort and answer. Today's tables, Liverpool, they're down by two points to Man City. (laughs) And then I noted on ESPN.com, on the website, where we have like baseball standings, basketball standings, football standings, and then it said soccer tables. And my theory was, in the UK newspapers, they say soccer tables instead of standings, and I was right. Oh, Uh, good. I did. I checked it out with the BBC, Sky... Uh, the Guardian, several of them, and they all they all call them their soccer tables. So there you go. They're, they're maybe it's because they they use that promotion relegation system, you know. So maybe it's because they have t- they they really put them one on top of the other, so you can see who might get promoted up and who might get relegated. So that's what you think. That's, that's just my thought. That's actually not a bad thought. That's it's, it's well done. So that's ESPN web designer picking up on the trend and saying, let's call them tables like they do in Europe. Yes. That'll make more people want to come to watch our sport. For sure. Yes. I know I do. All right. All right. Let's have a little final thoughts music, get into final thoughts and try and close this thing out at an hour and a half. (laughs) No, we're at 57 minutes. I bet we'll close out. We're going to close under 110. We can do this. Oh, it'll be quick. Yeah, let's do it. Final thoughts. Final thoughts.
Final thoughts. Ooh, a little Pearl Jam. Which, 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 yeah. which here's a little connection if I'm going to jump before final thoughts. We in this show did mention Mookie Blaylock, correct? And that Pearl Jam, and, I, and I, I'm almost 100% sure, one of their early names for their band was Mookie Blaylock. It was, yeah, you're right. Yes. What, what, did you do that on purpose? No, actually. That is because that was, that, was, that was awesome. What a great connection. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Did yes, that. well done. And even if not, you brought it all together serendipitously. That was awesome. I'm call me impressed. David, 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 but what protein oh, was that? It's yellow lead better, which yeah. nobody really knows what Ed's singing in it, but no. But I sing along with it regardless. Hollows your roll. Well, I'll tell you what, I uh, I thought Mookie Blaylock had awesome hair when he was on the Rockets, but apparently he was never on the Rockets and he was bald. <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, he played Maybe for the uh, Atlanta Hawks many yeah. years. So who who was it on the Rockets that had the best hair? I think it was I think it was uh Sidney Cosby. <laughs> Sidney Cosby, the forgotten Huxtable makes a return. <laughs> oh well, all brought back. Yeah, he was a hell of a shooter. All right. All right. Let's have a final thought. How about it, uh, Maestro? Oh, man. I don't think I have one because I was actually going to bring up the whole um, the whole pitching, the whole unconventional tactics for uh, teams that don't have money for the ace. So that was my that was my final thought, which we already kind of talked about. But I do think, you know, the salary cap issue in Major League Baseball is probably something that uh, – I mean, it's been problematic for a while, but um, it needs to be um, visited. Yeah. Well, there's. I mean, it's there's definitely a haves and haves not have nots going on in baseball. Oh, it's you know? yeah. It's ridiculous. So, but I, I do like the creativity that they're trying something new. Oh, I I applaud it. It just it just shows the state of baseball. Yep. Right. Yep. So that was good. That's going to save us some time. How about you, Coach? What's your final thought? Mine is quick. Um, it being baseball season, um, I happened to watch one of my favorite baseball movies, and I think a lot of people like it. I watched The Sandlot, yeah, and uh, I enjoy it. I mean, everybody quotes it, and it, it, it really does stand up. But I don't know if either two of you, or either one of you, have watched. If you ever watched Sandlot too. No. I didn't even know oh there was such There is. And oh my God. How is it amazing? Like, and I don't know if you remember the bad news. Well, you remember the bad news bears movies. Yeah. And they had a couple sequels that weren't bad, but they did That's get it. they did get pretty bad. I mean, I love the Astrodome, but I gotta tell you, Sandlot too. Wow. Electric Boogaloo? Oh, it's not even that. It's hey, can I ask you at the end of the Sandlot, um, Benny the Jets like on the Dodgers, right? But it's not the same kids. It's different. Like they completely uh, and it's like related to like they're either their kids of the kid. I don't know, but it is it is so bad. So I, I highly suggest that you never watch it. Okay. So sorry, people that were in it. If you if people made money and it was your big break, and, and I know that it's hard to be. They're not listening, but um, it really does take a little bit away from uh, the Sandlot. No. All right. Save the time. Yeah. It's kind of like Caddyshack too. Oh, another bad one. Meatballs Grease. too. Grease I feel, I feel like Grease 2 is okay. The T-Bones. <laughs> Did you just T-Bones? I think Grease the 2 is okay. Yeah, it was all right. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool Rider was a good song. Cool, cool, cool. No, these are motorcycles. I have motorcycles. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah everybody yeah. looked like Squiggy yeah. to me in that movie. Because <laughs> it was. They only had one guy that just kept playing the same thing. Just Squiggy played all the roles. Played them all. Well, I've been sitting here trying to figure out who from the Houston Rockets had the great hair, and I can't. That, that'll have to be a future correction. Uh, because my final thought is going to blow your guys' minds. Oh, here we because, go. Uh, it, is, it is so good. All right? All right. Uh, it, 
It has to do with soccer. I was listening to uh, the radio show Only a Game, which comes on on Saturdays on NPR. It's uh, widely known as the second best sports talk after Sports Wednesday. I got to tell you, I love that show. Yeah. And uh, they were they did a piece about the first um, football, by which they meant soccer, training film with sound in England. They had found this movie, and the guy in it was a football footballer named Fred Spikesley, which is the greatest name ever, right? And so they talked about his career, like, you know, this is 1895 was around when, when football became professional in England. And uh, he played for a team. And when they said the name of this team, I could not believe it. And I looked it up and they still exist and they still play and there's merch. Oh, no. Do you guys want to guess yeah. what team he played for? I, I have no idea. Who? He played for a team called Sheffield Wednesday. No way. Way. Oh, then we we, we, we need to invest. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, we're gonna we're gonna. Oh, you can, we're huge Sheffield Wednesday fans. <laughs> absolutely, I'm, I'm hitting the team shop after this. Uh, we're gonna have to give Sheffield Wednesday updates as we go along. Um, they have a nice looking stripe too. So oh. I, I do not. I have not read like team history why they're called Sheffield Wednesday. I'll have to figure that out. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who doesn't have an official soccer team. Sports Thursday. Those jerks have, yeah, those, <laughs> hate those guys. Hate those guys. All right, that's our final thoughts. Anything else, or can we wrap this one up, guys? We can wrap it up. All right, wrap it up. Make sure you're ready. Good. Yep. Go ahead and pat your David Black bobbleheads on the head and head to bed. Sports Wednesday is done. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. So music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.